Marvelous. It's 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 a tough time for Chicago sports fans. And we appreciate that the amazing sports fan joins the only Chicago sports show on Sunday nights here on WCPT 820 AM. It's the Sports Cubicle with Dan Marver, Devin Single, Paul Shavari, and myself, Mike Mercado. And I think the crust of a lot of our, you know, anxiety as sports fans, a lot of our anger, frustration, sadness happens at the lakefront, soon to be in Arlington Heights, over at Hallisall, and that is the <laughs> Chicago Bears. And I was actually looking around the interweb, getting stuff ready for the show as we do, and something hit us on Twitter at Sports Cubicle TV. And that was the sports mockery, a something run by Eric Lambert, I believe, who it, you know, is connected, tied in the media, does a lot of information about local sports. And he said that he talked to two different sources in the NFL – that believe that ours, yours, the Chicago Bears, will only win two games this season. <laughs> so then I went and did a little bit more research, and on the Action Network, they have it right now at the Bears over-under at six and a half. So that's a big, even then, even though that's a bad record, six wins, it's a big discrepancy between two wins and anywhere from five to seven wins. So, again, we, we, do, we did the schedule thing. We did the win-loss, win-loss. It's a lot of fun. We get it. Things are going to happen in training camp in just a few weeks. Guys are going to get hurt. We know that a team that was in first place will end up in last, and a last place will end up in first. I don't think that's going to happen in the NFC North. But two wins, See, Marvelous? That's Seahawks. a little crazy, right? Like, it's hard to, yeah. to only win two games in the NFL. Uh, Seahawks, maybe. Two wins. I mean, even in the division, they should be get at least one or two. You would think, right, you're going to win yeah, one but, for sure. Yeah, well, it's crazy. I think that, honestly, the the elites and premium and, and well-known positions of the offense are, are what they are. But here's the key. Here's the, here's the names that I'm looking for. T- t- tackles, Larry Borum and Tevin Jenkins. Guards, Cody White here, Sam Mustafer, center, Lucas Patrick, the probable starters. Is that enough so that Fields is going to survive? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's the question in my mind um so if he has enough time to do what he what he did behind it probably the offensive line at ohio state was probably a better offensive line than the bears have, you know honestly so <laughs> i'm assuming that 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 he's gonna have enough time to do what he needs to do but he has a tendency and he seems to be getting better at it to want to make a play when things are breaking down and uh and you know ends up you know, taking a sack or he doesn't throw the ball out of bounds. And he's got to improve on that, particularly if he's running for his life. But the, the offensive line still is a concern to mine. They still have some weapons. I mean, I'm not crazy about some, you know, about their entire offensive scheme, the way it is now. We'll have to see what this new guy does. Uh, give, him, give him a chance, you know, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, a new, a new regime, a new coaching staff. I'll be interested to really see uh, how, how it pans out. But uh, you know, it's a, it's a it's another rebuild, like you say. It's a it's a re- Blackhawks rebuild for sure. <laughs> Cubs rebuild, Bears rebuild. I mean, and maybe maybe pretty soon it'll be the Sox rebuild too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. I think that's going to be determined by how they finish up this yeah. weekend against Minnesota. It's it's a lot of it, it all circles around Justin Fields. That's yeah. it. You know, I know a lot of people are worried that you bring in Matt Eberflus, which means that if these this offense fi- is fixed and Justin Fields is good, you're going to lose the offensive coordinator because this is the guy that figured out how to fix the Bears offense. But the theory behind that is as long as you have the quarterback behind it, that's the system. He'll he'll install the system over and over and over again because he's figured out the system that works for him. And I think the Bears are doing the thing that Cincinnati did. You do need offensive line help. 
It, it, they almost killed Joe Burrow two different times. Heck, he did get injured already playing for the Bengals. But they did the thing that you get him the weapons. You know, what's the point of having the nuclear weapon if you can't launch it? And that's the thing about Joe Burrow is like he's a nuclear weapon. He is the big red button. If you need to win a game, Patrick Mahomes is that guy. Aaron Rodgers is that guy. Is Justin Fields that? I don't know. I like to listen to the guys who, you know, like yourself, Marvis, you're a scout. Then you look at, listen to somebody like Chris Sims, right, who played in the NFL, comes from a family, was really hard on Justin Fields. Has kind of now turned and been like, look at he's he makes a special play. He does have accuracy. He is able to control the pocket. He needs weapons. He needs help. He needs to be able to stay clean. His jersey can't be so damn dirty. That's the thing about Justin Fields. And I think that trade that they made for Harry over uh, Neil Harry over from uh, New England was a big trade. I don't know how good he is going to be, but that's a first rounder that you were able to get for a seventh round pick. You're giving Justin Fields more weapons. At the end of the day, when we're talking about a team only winning two games, you have to be really bad. You have to be 0-16 Lions bad. 0-16, 1-15 Cleveland Browns bad. This team isn't that. You're in a division against Minnesota and against Detroit. Let me ask you, how confident are you with Detroit? Even though they do have, uh, or Minnesota, let's go Minnesota more specifically, with Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. This is a team that has two of the top players in their own positions. They're never going to do anything coming out of the NFC North. You're going to win a lot. You're going to luck into a lot of games. I think the Bears are going to surprise people. I don't think they're going to, and more than anything, Bears fans, think about it this way. If you don't believe in statistics that they're going to surprise a team here or there, somebody's going to fall down to the pack. Somebody's going to rise from the top of the cream. Uh, Guys, this is the Chicago Bears. They are not smart enough or lucky enough to end up with the number one draft pick. And even if they do, let's go down that road, Marvelous. Let's say the Bears do end up with only two wins. And somehow they're able to, to come over and, and, and leap Jacksonville and Seattle and Houston and all these other teams for the number one pick. They're not going to pick a quarterback because they still need to figure out what they have with Justin Fields. And that's all this comes down to. So let's go down this other scenario, the Marvelous one. What if Justin Fields is the truth? What if he's a top 15 quarterback? How many wins can the Bears get this season with a Justin Herbert S season from Justin Fields? How, I know, as crazy as it is, let's say you do have the next goods. Let's say you do have that dude, and it starts next season. Can you win six, seven games? You're not going to be 500. You're not going to go to the playoffs. But can Justin Fields, a good Justin Fields, win six games for the Chicago Bears? 17 games, and that's 2-15 and you're talking about. I mean, at the beginning with – San Francisco, Green Bay, Houston, and Giants. You know, I think that, you know, they, they could get one out of that, possibly. And then then they go Minnesota, Washington, New England, Dallas. You know, I can see some wins. Miami, Detroit, Atlanta, Jets. So I think they already have more than two wins. Green Bay, Philadelphia, Buffalo, Detroit, and then Minnesota. I mean, I can't see where there would be two out of that whole schedule. I mean, they ought to win a game or two in the division, uh, for sure. And and, uh, you know, they could probably pop a couple, you know, other against the opponents, one of the you know, New York teams, Washington, you know, that, that kind of thing. Probably not Buffalo, but, uh, you know, it, it, I, five and six, five or six, maybe maximum. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. So we'll give them a break. We'll take the average with two and six, four. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Can, can a four win season be fun? Yeah. I think that's <laughs> the big thing, right? Like we know that they're not going to be good. 
And yeah. we know it's all about the development of Cole Komet, Dave Montgomery, uh, Khalil Herbert, Justin Fields, Harry. Like, we know what it is. Can you be entertained if the Chicago Bears win only four games? Is that possible for you, for the fan base, yeah. if this is a team that isn't able to win uh, more than than five games? Like, can that be fun still? Can you think you could see that where, okay, I'm enjoying watching Bears football, though? It depends upon how competitive they are in the games, in my opinion. I mean, I don't think that they'll all be blowouts. Even when you look at last year, I mean, they weren't really, you know, they were competitive in a lot of games. So if they're competitive and they're entertaining, whatever that means, <laughs> I think that would be enough to keep fans interest. I mean, they're, they're going to be still the national media and such. I mean, the Washington game is a national game even. Go figure, if, as long as you get Amazon Prime. Yeah, <laughs> I think right. what they're going to do is they're going to actually broadcast the uh, Thursday games into the local market and That's local smart. channel. So, but uh, so in any event, they they still have some marquee value, not on marquee TV, but marquee value on the <laughs> on the national stage. But uh, I, I, just like with the Cubs, I don't see them as a playoff team right now. So. Uh, that's a problem. And that's the goal, obviously to be a playoff team and beyond. And um, they need to get enough weapons and enough protection for their quarterback to, uh, to do so. I mean, do you think that the, that they're going to do six wins? I mean, I, I don't, I mean, in your opinion, do you, do you think they're going to be entertaining? They could be, but that's because the, the, the diehard bear fans, like the diehard Cubs fans, right? I will tell you this. If they play, if Justin plays like he did against the Pittsburgh Steelers, win yeah. or lose, doesn't matter. You play like you did on that second half of Monday Night Football. Yeah. Like you did against Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. Yeah. You can win two games for all I care. Yeah. That shows me that you belong, that yeah. you just need the proper tools. Yeah. And now it's back to what it's always been back to. Mm-hmm. Can management and ownership take care of what they're supposed to take care of? Yeah. Can they stop resting on their laurels like you're talking about and taking advantage yeah. of the Bears fandom and being the charter franchise? Are you done playing and being the Ford family? Yeah. And do you want to be like what Robert Kraft did? That's the real question. I'm with you on that. And it's just a shame they don't play Pittsburgh this year so we can compare them with Mitch. <laughs> Again, don't worry. <laughs> we'll get plenty of that as we went on. You know what? Here's the thing, though. I think you hit it right on the head. It's all about the entertainment. It's all about how good they are. But... Here's the thing. The the patience is wearing thin. Three rebuilds in Chicago. Three. You have the Blackhawks. You have the Cubs. You have the Bears. The White Sox are on thin ice right now. So shout out to the Chicago Sky. Shout out to WNBA who had the All-Star game here, of course. Uh, 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 Candace Parker, one of the greatest Chicago athletes ever. One of our favorites ever doing the dang thing. And, of course, Allie Quigley. And it was just really cool to see all the DePaul love, all the Chicago love, all the Sky love. And shout out to the Chicago Bulls being interesting. Being mm-hmm. good because God knows that we're if any of our winner teams are not going to be good, at least we know that on the basketball court, we're going to have two teams that are going to keep us entertained. But with that marvelous one, <laughs> we will get ready to get our, our hearts, our souls, our bodies to be broken and to be hurt and disappointed. Because training camp is around the corner, my friend. Quarterbacks are reporting. The teams are getting together. Baby, we are heading to Hallis Hall. Let us know your thoughts. What do you think the Chicago Bears season will end in total wins? Will they only win two games? Will they end up with the number one pick? Or will they do what most teams in the NFL do, and that's just 
end up pretty much in the middle of the pack. We want or, to they, or they win as many preseason games as regular season games. <laughs> oh, there we go. There's a show, Ben. Who wins more, the preseason Bears or the regular season Bears this coming up season? We're on Twitter at Sports Cubicle TV. It's the marvelous one, Dan Marber. It's Devin Teagle. It's Paul Shavari. I'm Mike Mercado.